Brian Breaker. You're a little whiny baby. Babe. Don't assume my gender. Friends since the seventh grade. Yeah. You're just a bitch with this phone. F you. Well, sort of. One professional wrestler and one rapper get together to talk movies, comics, video games, pro wrestling, and anything that makes you say WTF. Let's not talk about Bane's ooze. Harry Potter erotica. Awesome in theory. Kind of a mess in practice. This is Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Oh, yeah. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy. Grab a monster, crack it open, let's go. It's time that we start the show, no hesitation, oh no. The most energetic podcast of all of the podcasts. So when you listen to the show, you know that it kicks ass. So when I smash on these cowards like Mario did the Bowser with the best thing you've encountered since suspenders on trousers. To all the haters, say howdy, make a believer from doubters. Put in the stake in the shower, break up and bitch, power, power. Yeah, hello. Uh, hello, hello. Hello, hello. Welcome to the show. Uh, yeah. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Rolling Sound. It's episode 453. The Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I am Brian Breaker. Joining me as always, Big Underscore Bane. What's going on, man? Dude, not a whole lot. Car troubles. That's what's Car, going on with you. You know, it's it's always a fun time over here. Bane almost walked, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, no, I would have just said, hey, Bow, we're Skyping it today. <laughs> <laughs> I could have came and picked you yeah, up. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have, but I could have. I called you an Uber or something. Uh, yeah. Well, that'd be fun. Call a Lyft. Just to, just to get, I, I mean, I guess I have a bicycle in the shit. I could have ridden my bike. Have you ever ridden a bike that far? Well, I mean, it's been a long time, but yeah. You're like uphill away, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would suck. Yeah, but there's that nice first downhill, you know, get me going pretty quick. There you go. But yeah, yeah, coming coming close to your house, there's quite a quite a nice little hill. There it definitely is. So, yeah, car trouble, that sucks, man. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a it, lot going on. Yeah, when it rains, it pours sometimes, you know, with yeah. shit like that, it just sucks. But uh, but we have a lot, to, a lot of fun stuff, not Bane's car troubles, but a lot of fun stuff to talk about. And it's, and it's your freaking birthday weekend, man. It is my birthday weekend. Happy birthday, you, you old geezer. Dude, 37. That sucks. Yeah. Three three years away from middle age, pal. I thought middle age was like 35. Maybe not. I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess if your life expectancy is 70, then. Right. Yeah. I mean. I, I, I look at life expectancy like as 80, somewhere around there. So I feel like 40 is the number. Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah, so about time for that midlife crisis. What you got going on? Oh, I definitely. Have any thoughts? I, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Anytime I see a wrestling ring, I'm like, I can still wrestle. <laughs> That's it. You yeah. know, I think. Like, <laughs> At what point do we start calling uh, people young man and young lady? Mm. Like, So it's weird. Because I'm right behind you in age. Right. Yeah, you're just a couple months behind me. Um I think we're at that point. I mean, honestly, is it time? Like, should we try it on? See how it fits? Well, it's, it's weird. Like if someone calls me, sir, and I'm like, we're sirs now. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And that's, that's a weird thing. Cause I'm like, it, it bugs me. Like, it's weird. And it's not even the fact that like, cause I know I'm older, but like, it's, it, it bugs me because like, I don't feel like a sir. I don't wear a suit jacket. Mm -mm. You know what I mean? Like you should wear a suit jacket. It might yeah, look good. I don't think I could, I don't think I can pull that off. I, I still don't feel like, um, a guy pushing forty. Honestly, like, yeah. it's, I mean, physically, yes, I feel like a big tub of shit. I was but gonna say, yeah, I, I, my my knees have been killing me the past couple of days. Yeah, but as far as like my mentality, I don't like. I I feel like when my dad was my age now, I felt like he like he knew what was going on in yeah. life. I don't have a clue about shit. So. Yeah, well, yeah, we have same same here. I felt like the our dads were like men, mm -hmm. whereas I feel like. We're the same age, but like they were, but you know, we're boys still. Like, I don't, sure. I don't feel like a man, you know? <laughs> well, yeah. And like, there's at random times I'll I kind of think, like, man, I like pay for everything by myself. Like, yeah. That's weird. Right. <laughs> it's like yeah. I'm not dependent on anyone. It's, right. a, it's a weird feeling for sure. But yeah. um, yeah, man, we get older. Like, honestly, like, I'll, I'll throw this out there. I got a birthday crate in today. Hell yeah, from, you did. From uh, Jason Wolf and a bunch of the other guys. Um, a bunch of people chipped in. It was really cool. I did not. He sent me a tracking number. Yeah. 
And I was like, well, you just sent me a package. I don't know what this is for. Yeah. And he kind of was like, oh, maybe maybe it's for someone else. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what? <Yeah. laughs> like, why would you send that for someone else? Like, I was kind of confused, but then I thought, eh, my birthday's coming up. Maybe he sent me, like, a print or something. That's honestly what I was thinking, which would have been right. awesome. Yeah. And I get this huge box. And, of course, you know, it's got my name on it. I'm like, oh, wonder what's going on here and then i see like you put hbd on the box i'm like ah must be birthday stuff yeah but i was not expecting what i got um all kinds of cool stuff he sent me a bendum steve austin yep. which was kind of fun amazing uh i don't know if you remember from the 90s they had these like gi joe extreme figures that were like real big and bulky okay he sent me a two-pack of those nice which is cool because like i remember having a set of those as a kid yeah i got them for a birthday from someone and I always thought they were cool. Like, I didn't really know a bunch about them. And I was like, oh, these are cool. And it's like new characters. It wasn't like the classic characters. It was like Lieutenant Stone and Iron Skull or something like that. Right. So that was cool. And then a couple of Marvel figures, um, some trading cards, which was fun, yep. including American Gladiator trading cards, which is just, I didn't even know those existed. Incredible. Yeah, so much fun. And then, uh, and I was like, yeah, this is awesome. And then there's another box in there. And he put, oh, super secret custom. And I'm like, I wonder what this is. And he made a freaking Max Moon. <laughs> custom <laughs> that's incredible and what's funny is like that was like obviously that's one i would want right like right. it's like max moon right up your alley oh yeah yeah but i kind of knew i'm like well he'll never do this simply because the deco yeah like that would be like so much work for anybody a lot of work a lot of lines and then the mask and everything is like all special mm-hmm. and he has the shoulder things that are kind of like bumped up so you'd almost need to sculpt that yeah so i just thought that's probably not in the cards yeah for a guy that's hand painting these so to get that was quite the shocker. And I knew, like, as soon as I posted, it, I was like, everyone's going to be hitting him up. Like, hey, man, what a right. Max Moon. You know, like, <laughs> right. that's, that's how it works. But then I also got, um, with that, he, they sent me coupons for two free customs. Hell yeah. For the future. And um, also all the back page exclusives he's offering currently till Halloween. So that is awesome. I was like, that's that was pretty awesome, man. Like, yeah. I'll be honest. Like, uh, birthdays, as you get older, are not that exciting, yeah. generally. And... Uh, that was cool. Like that really made my day. Yeah, it was it was really fun. That is awesome. Definitely some cool stuff there. So thank you to everyone who chipped in on that. I really appreciate it. Um, very very fun. And uh, I will definitely be pitching in on all those guys for their birthdays. Hopefully. Oh yeah. Uh, we got some wrestling talk this week. We got a, quite a bit of movie talk, a little bit of toy talk. Uh, let's uh, let's dive into some wrestling talk here. Let's do it. Well, here I am again, talking a little pro wrestling while Breaker and Bay take a little break, cracking them bang energies. Well, listen to me, you two sons of bitches. Get ready to talk wrestling. Stone Cold out. Oh, hell yeah. Thanks, Stone Cold. Shout out to Stone Cold. Uh, big underscore bang, quite a bit of wrestling talk uh, this week. I do want to start off with this because this absolutely broke my heart. Uh, Sarah Lee, she was the 2015 Tough Enough winner. Uh, she's married to uh, former NXT superstar Wesley Blake. Passed away this week. Yeah, only thirty years old. Leaves behind uh, obviously her husband. Her, I, I I know her mother for sure, who's the one that announced it, and three young children. Yeah, and I don't. We don't know what happened yet, but this is as far as wrestling deaths. Like it's never fun to lose like a Paul Orndorff or an Ultimate Warrior, right? Or any of those guys or a Bobby Heenan. But it's like for a thirty-year-old. You know, woman in good shape. It's very, very shocking. Yeah. I mean, they're younger than us. It's I know. I know. Yeah. It's, it's super weird, super sad, which I mean, I didn't know much about her, but um, other than the tough enough thing, but it's just really sad day. I feel for, feel for, feel for Wesley Blake and yeah. that family. Yeah. It's, it's very, very sad. I mean, I saw her birthday. She was born in 92 and I'm just yeah. like, Oh my God. You know, I mean, it's like there's so much life left to live. It's just a sad situation. So Definitely. we wanted to, to mention that and say rest in peace to Sarah Lee and, and prayers and thoughts with the family. Man, it's really a tough thing. Yeah. I did see that Bull James actually did a GoFundMe. I saw that too. And uh, within a couple of hours, it was around $60,000. Yeah. Which money doesn't help. I mean, I know funerals are an expensive business and. Right and everything like that, but uh, I thought a lot. I saw a lot of wrestlers, a lot donating, like between seven hundred and a thousand dollars, and I thought that was really cool. Yeah, that's awesome of them. I mean, you got the money, might as well help out yeah, someone in need for sure. Um, as far as uh, wrestling talk, we uh, we had an interesting interaction this week, my friend. 
Uh, there was a little bit of a scuffle at AEW. That yep. doesn't happen ever, does it? No, never. I mean, it's always, you know, just, you know, peaches and rainbows over there. Apparently. Uh, <laughs> Sammy Guevara, who, let's keep in mind, what was it, a month or two ago? Uh-huh. Him and Eddie Kingston had a deal, right? Yeah. Yep. They got into it. And uh, and now him and Andrade. Apparently they have this little, little scuffle on Twitter, mm-hmm. which is just... The best place to handle your business. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> obviously, and to the point where I almost feel like it's a work, right? To some degree, right? And I think part of us wants this to be a work because we think, well, surely not, right? Surely, CM Punk's not getting into a fight with the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega's getting bit, right? Like, surely right. that's not real, right? right. Like, this has got to be some elaborate story, and it's war games, right? You know? yeah. Like, you think that's the that's the plan? It's not all the bullshit that they're dealing with. Um, so. What were your thoughts when you heard all of this? Because apparently they get into it at the arena, which is just like, so you know the guys are beefing. Why would you not keep them apart in some way? Yeah. Or better yet, just tell them, hey, take the week off. Yeah. Come back in a week. Because, yeah, I mean, most shit's going to blow over in a week. Right? Of course. Unless people keep running their mouth, obviously. Yeah. Um, Andrade was sent home. Sammy Guevara works the main event that night. Yeah. A lot of people not happy about that. Yeah. And, and I think it's one of those things where um – Tony Khan has invested a lot of time and a lot of effort into Sammy. Uh, but I, when you, when you look at certain things in that company, a lot of the times the common denominator of issues is Sammy Guevara. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, it's kind of one of those things. Maybe he sent the wrong guy home that day. Apparently the rumor was, I was reading today, uh, Jericho had a big part in that. It said, well, Sammy didn't throw any punches. Yeah. Andrade did. So, I mean, I've never agreed with the whole two kids in school. One of them starts a fight. They both get in trouble. It's like when one of them didn't do anything. Right. But in this situation, I don't know what else you're supposed to do. Yeah. I mean, if Sammy didn't, I mean, if Sammy didn't throw any punches, then that's one thing. Um, I mean, that's, and I don't, who knows? But also too, um, you know, who instigated the fight. Right. You know what I mean? Like if you punch me, but. You look like an asshole, but then if it comes out that I was the one who kept pushing you to that point of finally just knocking me out, mm-hmm. it it's going to make me look like the asshole. So, I mean, if Sammy was running his mouth, running his mouth, and finally Andrade had enough, you know, I, I feel like Andrade was probably in the right. So, um, Andrade apparently said something about Sammy on on an interview, right? Is that That's the word I heard. I didn't hear what actually started it. I, there was an interview, and then the tweets came in, and you know, they go back and forth and all that. The big rumor going out of this, though, is that Andrade's trying to get fired. He's trying to go back to WWE. Yeah. Do you feel like this is going to be a trend where people are trying to leave there now that Triple H is at the helm? You know, I I, I don't know. I, I think we're going to um, – I mean, I, I could definitely see that as a real possibility. I think that – both of these companies need to have a different mindset about this whole thing. You know what I mean? Like stop holding guys hostage. If they don't want to be there, let them go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like in, and I, I'm well aware, you know, they have contracts to fulfill. They've signed contracts. I get that. But like any other job in the world, if you don't want to be there, your boss will tell you like, okay, bye. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everybody on any roster, unless you are John Cena you're replaceable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like it doesn't, it's not, it's not that big of a deal. If, if you want to go somewhere else where they're going to use you better then go. And here's the thing though. If, if 20 people all leave and go back to WWE, it's going to be the same situation. Of course, because not everybody can be Roman Reigns' opponent. Well, and here's a new thing too. And I, I don't know if you've noticed this, but it looks like a lot of the pay-per-views are only doing five or six matches now, which I know that's the format you like. Yeah. At AEW? No, at WWE. Oh, yes. Yeah. And because I noticed, I think at Clash of the Castle, they had six matches. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have one, I think it was Extreme Rules is coming up, right? And they have yeah. like five or six matches. And so it's, again, that's the, you're not going to be featured on every pay per view. Now they do right. more premium live events, right. excuse me, than AEW does, but they're still not going to be featured as well. So there's more television, there's more shows and all of that. But I don't know. Like if you're an Andrade, Who's to say you leave, you go to, to WWE, is it going to be better? Yeah. Maybe not. I think I think Andrade probably needs to maybe go to Mexico, maybe go to Japan. Mm. I mean, I don't think WWE is the right place for him. I know he's a big star in WWE, but he also, he wasn't top draw there mm. by a long shot. And so, I mean, I, I thought AEW was kind of his step 
into the spotlight. The problem I've, I've seen with AEW is they bring these guys in. There's a lot of hoopla for them to come in, and then like nothing happens. Yep. And that's where it's like, well, the running gag is like you sign them, big pop, go to dark for three months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, and it's becoming a thing where it's like, okay, you've signed all these talents, and now now what? Right. Like, now what do you do? Like, look, Keith Lee, and I know that him and Swerve Strickland were the tag champions, but it's like, at at the end of that thing most people are talking about the acclaimed because the acclaimed yeah. have gotten over got excuse me gotten over as homegrown talents yeah when it's like how frustrating would that be if you're trying to get on dynamite yep but they keep signing new people and keep signing new people and it's all the time and it's constant and it's like it's a struggle so yep. i don't know man like as far as all this is concerned i, I don't know what comes out of this but if, if andrade wants to leave and he's starting fights so that he can leave Maybe let him go. Yeah. I mean, I don't see the reason in keeping him. Like, I mean, yeah. Because even if you make him stay and sit out his contract, you're not going to use him. Mm-mm. He's just, he's taking up a chair that could be somebody else's. I've also heard that CM Punk is, we talked about this a little bit. I guess the rumor is they might be buying out his contract. Yep. And buying his silence. Yeah. <laughs> and all this other stuff. So, um, I don't know. What do you think about that? Do you think we've seen the last of CM Punk in AEW? I hope so. You think so? Yeah, I mean, I hope so. I mean, what a what a uh, crash and burn for that return, man. Like, dumpster fire of a return, but man, was it fun to watch. In my wildest dreams, I couldn't have predicted this. This was like, this was like an alternate reality version of Mickey Rourke in The Wrestler. Yeah. Where he like comes back and has his grand finale. This is like the parallel universe of that because it's like he comes back for his grand finale, but he just takes a big shit on it. Well, you know, I mean, I was excited about him coming back. Me too. Everyone was. Yeah. And I and I think it was, it was one of those things where when AEW started, we kind of knew Punk's never going back to WWE. So right. his days in wrestling are probably over because I don't see him doing New Japan and I don't see him doing anything less than a bigger company right and with wwe being all that's really out there it's just not going to happen yeah and so when aew came around with punk being you know available it's like oh maybe maybe and then like the pandemic hits right right that you know he's not gonna come back you know with an empty arena right and then eventually like that things start opening back up we're getting live crowds and then like the rumors come in like he's coming back it's like holy shit and Mm -hmm. It was huge. It yeah. was it was so big. It made AEW seem like a much bigger promotion. Yep. And it was like trajectory, like this is great. Like all the people he can work with, this will be awesome. And then he gets hurt, which is like that happens, you yep. know. And then uh, comes back, does one match, pisses everybody off, gets hurt again. Yep. I don't know. I mean, time does heal all wounds. Like if he's able to do his surgery, and which I know he did it, and his recovery, and if he comes back, you know, you think – like how like if you were Tony Khan, how do you even approach, you know, smoothing that over? If you were going to try to, because he's probably trying to. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know how you smooth it over. I think the first step is you never have one of those press conf- conferences again, those media scrums. Um, cut that out completely, unless you can figure out a way to manage it the way WWE manages it. You know what I mean? And well, don't I mean. Let the guys talk, but maybe don't bury people. That's what I'm saying. Like, have have rules. You the know, problem what I mean? is, is CM Punk doesn't respect Tony Khan. And that, that's and that, what it comes. Down I think to. that's a big problem with damn near most of that locker room. Is like, he hasn't earned the respect that somebody like Vince has, or, or right. the people who run New Japan have? You know what I mean? Like, right. He's new to the business, so like, yeah, they're gonna push limits on that guy. Well, it's like to me, I thought Swerve and Keith Lee were great. Yeah, where like they were talking real, but it was a little character. Yeah. And kind of being like, no, we're the best. Yeah. You know, screw the acclaim kind of thing. I was like, that's that's the attitude you should have. Almost kind of, not like a heel turn, but like it felt real. Yep. That's fine. But what he did is just unacceptable. Yeah. So, I completely agree. Definitely crazy. But as far as Andrade and Semi Guevara, I don't know, man. It's weird. Yeah, really weird. We'll see what happens, though. Um, uh, turns out the great Muda coming back to AEW was kind of a cool thing because him and him and Sting are actually going to be teaming up in Noah for Pro Wrestling Noah in Japan. Yeah, which is incredible. I guess Sting's also trying to get Darby Allen as like as part of the six man tag. I think they're like, we need a guy to bump. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but like, how cool would that be if you're Darby Allen? 
Like number one, oh, you, you yeah. got to, you got to team with Sting for like two years. That's yeah. incredible. Number two, it's like you might get to go to Japan and team with Sting and the Great Muda. That would be like a freaking dream. Unbelievable. But I have to say, they got to have Great Muda in one AEW match, right? Yes. I mean, it's got to be at the pay per view, right? I would assume. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You got You got to utilize him a little bit. He's the, he's retiring, I think, in January. So I, I hope at the November pay per view they do. Some type of trios match because Sting, Muda, and Darby Allen as a team. Yeah. Against really anybody, that would be incredible. Yeah. Freaking love Great Muda. I'd actually like to see them win the trios titles that night. It'd be badass. Why not? Yeah. Like, I think that'd be that'd be cool as shit. Hell yeah, it would be. And they can drop them a week later. Who cares? I'd just be just for the record books, that'd be cool. Right. So yeah, I'm excited about that. Uh Freddie Prince Jr. Um, is still talking about starting his own wrestling promotion. I forgot all about that. Wow. Yeah, apparently he actually even reached out to Bray Wyatt. Really? Yeah, and he kind of alluded to the fact he's like, I can't really offer him financially what he's probably going to want. Yeah, but I can't offer him creative freedom, and yeah, it's and he he I the way he talks, I feel like he's he's legit, and he's like, I know this is just like it's just me talking. It's not anything, but like he is pushing forward with it. Do you think this will be good though? Like, because I know he's got Hollywood connections. He's obviously an actor. Um, he might be able to make it something that it's not, which is like different than a typical wrestling show. But at the same time, the last time this happened, it was Lucha Underground. That's what I was about to compare it to. Yeah. So you like Lucha Underground. I mean, I did. A lot of people. It had got mixed- weird towards right. the end. But yeah, I really did. Uh, the, the first initial and really the first season wasn't even that great. But like, I feel like the second and third is really kind of when they hit their stride. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, Vampiro coming in, doing a few matches. That was really fun. Rey Mysterio came in, did a few matches. That Alberto was awesome. did too, didn't he? Yeah, Alberto was there. Um, that was obviously the first time that I saw Brian Cage. That yeah. was the first time I saw, um, um, uh, what's his face, in WWE now, Karrion Cross. Mm-hmm. First time I saw him. I mean, there's a lot of guys. Phoenix, uh, Ray Phoenix. Pentagon. And, yeah, Pentagon, both those guys. First time I ever saw those guys. I, I think it's where they got their first big national look for there was a lot of a lot of a lot of guys did thunder rose is another one she was a little uh, serpent lady or something like that i can't remember what her name was there jeff cobb i know was jeff there cobb was there he was the monster matanza he was badass in there mm-hmm. um ricochet got ricochet a, got a uh, yeah he, he was, was prince puma prince right? puma and then there was also the guy who i've never seen again but he um he i know he was in tna uh for a little while before this but he was um god what was it Mil Mortis. Yeah. He was badass. Like, he was probably one of my favorite characters. Rush Collectibles making a figure of him. Are they? Yeah. Yeah, he was one of my favorite characters of that whole show. Um, but it was a really cool show, but it just got really weird towards the end. Yeah. You know, and so if, if it's something like that, I feel like, obviously, if you make it more cinematic, you can push boundaries. Mm-hmm. But, like, make sure you have the budget to make those boundaries you push good. Yeah. I think it's a cool idea. I feel like the talent pool that he could have swiped up is kind of seemingly gone now. Yes. So we'll see what happens. But I, I think it's a cool idea. So hopefully he does make it happen, you know. Yeah, for sure. And it could be one of those things like what with Lucha, they brought in a lot of indie stars or a lot of CMML, CMLL stars, whatever it was. All those names you mentioned were not known right. on a Until national then. level. Yeah. And so like it could be one of those things where he kind of brings up some people and just kind of creates a whole bunch of new stars, which I think is great. I know um, uh, not Prince Puma, Ricochet was really pissed off because at one point he was trying to work a New Japan show in California, and Lucha Underground wouldn't let him. I guess I guess there was a deal where like you can work for them, but it's got to be international. Yeah, they're doing a show in California. He's like, eh, no, and he's like, what the hell is this? Yeah, there's a lot of contractual issues there. Well, and they, I think they had said at one point he was under contract for like twelve years or something ungodly like that. Yeah, yeah. And that's fine as long as like you don't interfere with him trying to get work. That that bothers me. Yes, because the way that was set up was like a television show. You know what I mean? It right. was seasonal. It wasn't every week. And so you were probably, I mean, I don't know how television series work, but I assume you only get paid for when you're working. Mm-hmm. I assume during the breaks you don't get paid. I, yeah, I would assume that too. And I also I can't imagine they would tell like, you know, Matthew Perry, hey, you can't go make the whole nine yards because exactly. you're, you're filming friends. It's right. Like, well, it's my off time. Oh, sorry, can't. Yeah. We're not paying anymore, but you can't. Yeah. I, I, so I don't, I don't exactly exactly know how any of that shit works. But I, yeah. them basically saying you can't wrestle here, even though you're not wearing the mask or wearing the gear, that's kind of shitty. Yeah. So hopefully this is uh, done better. I think with Freddie Prince Jr. understanding wrestling, it will be. Yeah, because he was working with WWE for a while. He so was. I mean, he's a big fan. He's got yeah. some experience now. Yeah. 
I think it'll be. I don't think it'll definitely be better. But uh, we got some. Uh, we got quite a bit of movie talk here. What do you say we dive into it? Let's do it. This is Breaker and Beta at the movies. Yeah. This is Breaker and Beta at the movies. Yeah. All right, fellas. Go ahead and take it from here. What you got now? All right, tell you what we got now. Big underscore bang, right? Quite a bit of movie talk and, and TV talk here I want to dive into. Uh, first of all, Tales from the Territories has officially debuted on Vice. This is from the creators of Dark Side of the Ring. Have you heard of this new show yet? I've heard of it. haven't seen it. Uh, produced also by uh, The Rock, because yep. The Rock has to have his hand in everything. Of course. Uh, this is the first episode's on YouTube. I highly recommend checking it out. The first episode's all about Memphis wrestling. Yeah. To me, this is a home run for wrestling fans because dark side of the ring was great, mm-hmm. but hearing all the depressing stories kind of got to be too much. Yeah. This is more fun of yeah. just like fun stories. And, uh, they still did the reenactments like dark side of the ring did, but, uh, more just about, you know, what Memphis wrestling was like and everything else. It was really cool, man. I dug it. That's awesome. Jimmy Hart told a story about, uh, getting carried off by a heel uh, as a manager. And he's like over his shoulder. And he said, he felt something on his on his butt cheek and he's like someone someone threw something at me hit me and they got to the back and i guess someone had a blow gun and shot a dart into his ass cheek (laughs) (laughs) just like only memphis right that's amazing yeah and then jerry lawler told a story about uh kamala yeah i guess he like he had a one of those police lights in his car so he pulled him over like he was a cop yeah like who's on this like CB? He's like, all right, hands behind your head, walk backwards to the car. <laughs> He's all too Because Kamala, uh, he was Sugar Bear Harris back in the day before he became Kamala, right? And uh, I guess he was they, he was easy to rib apparently. Yeah. And uh, I guess one point he won a battle royal. It was like a ten thousand dollar battle royal. Winner gets a check, and he tried to cash it. Oh God! <laughs> like, I thought that was my payday. <laughs> Which I was like, oh man, it was really fun. I guess the second episode's all about. Uh, Jerry Lawler versus Andy Kaufman. Nice. So I feel like there'll be a lot of good stories yeah, there. Yeah, that'll be a good one. It's kind of roundtable style where they had like, it was Jeff and Jerry, Jared, Jimmy Hart, Jerry Lawler, and someone else. I can't remember who the fifth guy was, but it, it, it was awesome. It was just, it was really cool to, to see everyone tell their stories about everything that was happening back then. It was really cool. That's awesome. So you can check that first episode on YouTube. It's on Vice TV. Like I said, the second episode is Andy Kaufman and Jerry Lawler, which will be which will be a really fun one. Uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Have you seen the new trailer? Haven't watched the trailer, but I've seen the like stills and stuff like that from it. It looks really good, man. Yeah, I name more the Submariners in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still kind of curious how this movie's going to be because I don't feel like we know the plot yet. Yeah, with uh, with Chadwick Boseman dying, like yeah. it's like I, I assume just a new Black Panther will kind of. It looks like they're going with the female Black Panther. That's the rumor. Which yeah. is cool. Yeah, which is fun. Um, I don't know. It feels like a little soon, though, to come out with this. Do you not think? I mean, he just died a couple yeah. years ago. And it could be that maybe this movie was already planned. And I, I know, like, Marvel has its, you know, Timelines. schedule and timeline. So maybe they just wanted to stick with that and, you know, just have to change the plot a little bit to go along with the story. Yeah. I think it looks really fun. I think Marvel has, I feel like they've been in a slump lately. Yes. We talked about that a little bit where it's not that they're bad. It's just that I think people are kind of like, well, after Endgame, it kind of just didn't, it didn't feel like as big as it was. Yeah. Well, and, and it's also one of those things. I mean, one, th- one thing we kind of have to realize, like bef- when at the very beginning of this, Marvel had characters that I felt like were not on the same level as DC. Other than the Hulk, Wolverine, and Spider-Man, I feel like every other Marvel Marvel character felt like B-level. You know what I mean? Like they were good, but like, sure. so they had they had to legitimately take those characters and make them like A plus stars. And Iron Man and Captain America certainly became that. Yeah, and so like I feel like now they're having to do that all over again, but it's almost like it's hard to give them a chance. <laughs> no, I get that. You know, it'd be like if you know, DC tried to do it with, you know, arrow like on a big screen, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
trying to, they're trying with Aquaman. You know what I mean? It's like, I know he's in justice league, but come on. He's like bottom of the barrel with justice league, you know? Well, yeah. And it's, it's one of those like Aquaman's always kind of been known as the character everyone makes fun of. Right. Like, Ooh, Aquaman. You yeah. Know? And it's hard to make fun of Jason Momoa. Sure. But still, he's also playing Aquaman. You know? Right, but and I, I like the Aquaman movie. I did I, too. I thought it was fine. Right. Um, I haven't seen the second Wonder Woman. The first one was great. It was okay. I got. I think I ended up stop watching it because I was like, okay, okay. The first one was awesome. Though. Yeah, the first one was great. So I, I don't know. It's just it's interesting how it how it all goes down. But I uh, I'm looking forward to this. I, I think Me this too. will be a fun one. I haven't seen the new Thor yet, but you know, hopefully Marvel's able. I know they have a lot of stuff in the pipeline, and I think once yeah, you know, Wolverine and Deadpool and all this other stuff kind of starts hitting, I think it'll get bigger hopefully yeah, absolutely uh, also i uh, just found out they announced mortal Kombat legends snowblind which is a new animated film this is their third animated film have you seen any of these i saw the first one i did too um, i haven't seen the second one yet it's battle but the second one is battle for the realms yes um i actually saw that on hbo max the other day i put it in my list to watch it looks like that one's centered around Liu kang yeah of course the first one's centered around scorpion yeah this one's centered around kenshi and Sub-Zero. Okay, I was going to say, that sounds a very Sub-Zero type Yeah, Kenshi, actually, he showed up in some of like the later games, and he was blind. Mm-hmm. That was his thing. And so, yeah, Kenshi's dope. Yeah, super cool character. And I and it, they showed, like I guess, how he went blind. So it's like Snow Blind. It's like the two of them together. Okay. I think it's kind of cool they're taking characters and making their own stories out of this. Because yeah. we haven't really seen that with Mortal Kombat. Right. And these movies are incredibly violent, which is interesting for animation. Yep. But it kind of falls into the same timeline of like, well, that's what Mortal Kombat is. They're very violent. So, Did you ever watch the live action movie? The newer one? Yeah. I did. How'd you feel about that? I don't uh, know if we ever even talked about that on we here. We probably did when it came out. Because it was on HBO Max. It's, yeah. I, I don't know. Everyone was hyping it up. I didn't think it was as good as everyone said. Yeah. It was okay. I thought, I mean, I thought it was good, but like, it's one of the, it's also forgettable. Very forgettable. You know, but I thought it was good. Like, I remember watching it and being like, yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. They tried to reinvent the wheel a little bit. Yeah. Which was fine. I know they kind of alluded to Johnny Cage coming in for the second one. Yep. Do you know who's supposed to play him? I remember everybody wanted the Miz. I think that's the rumor. Yeah. If that actually happens, I think he'd be perfect. I think he would be too. Yeah. Um, And honestly, like. Everyone's kind of always been like, oh, The Miz, he's a shitty wrestler, which he's not. It's just that's always kind of been his. He's exactly what he should be as a wrestler. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think he kind of gets dogged on because he's like the reality TV show guy. You know, he gets that. Yeah, but you know, he, he gets that stigma. But he used that to get to be, to get to pro wrestling. Oh, for sure. And that was like, that was the way he thought would get him there, and it did. But like when he debuted, like no one took that guy seriously. Oh, no, it, it took, I mean... It took, a, it took a lot of years. To Even when he was WWE champion, it's like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. it, it was like this guy. But perfect move, though. I mean, talk about Insta huge heel. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And like I said, Miz has always been good in the ring. It's yeah. just, it's one of those things. He's the Miz. And it's just this, you feel like it's just this doofus. Right. And, you know, really, he's not a bad wrestler at all. It's no. just, he's used that character. The problem is he can't escape that. It's hard to not be that guy. Right. Because that's all he's ever, ever been. Yep. But, yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to this, man. I haven't watched a lot of the new DC movies um, in a while, the DC animated movies. But yep. I'm kind of digging the fact that they're kind of making a universe of these. I think it's cool. Yeah, I think it's awesome. Hopefully we see more. And this will be a controversial topic. How about Super Mario? Yeah. So, fun side story. When I knock at all my customers to open the door, I do a Super Mario knock. <laughs> I used it's, to do that at my house, yeah. at my condo. I do, 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 do. Yeah, that's how I knock. Yeah, yeah. Some people get it, some people don't. Yeah, I oh. never realized it was Super Mario until this very second. Yeah, I, I always appreciate when somebody's like, you big Super Mario fan? I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I We used to, uh, this is a kind of a long story, but there used to be a guy that we would kind of, like, anyway, I won't say who it is, but we were all doing a big presentation after one of our wrestling camps. Yeah. And the person presented it said instead of his name, he said Lesnar accidentally. Yeah. And he was just like, <laughs> he walked up there and took a certificate. <laughs> so anytime like we did something like if he's like in the, I was like, everyone ready to train? And then we turn on the Brock Lesnar music and like to the point <laughs> it was just like, it started to drive him crazy. And so we'd be knocking on doors. We do like that. Yeah. And it, oh God, it would just, it, we would just laugh hysterically. Right. Or if we could honk, we'd always honk the Brock Lesnar. Because <laughs> <laughs> he just, 
it pissed him off so much. <laughs> and it's really not even funny, but it's right. like when you know you're like you're getting you're getting someone angry. Yes. It's hard not to let it you go. You got to keep going. Yeah. Right. Piss them off even more. Yeah. Oh, it was so funny. Yeah. And <laughs> so like the Super Mario thing, I could see that being the same way. Oh, yeah. But uh, so this interestingly enough. We haven't had any Super Mario like movies or television since what, like the late eighties. Yeah, we had the live action yeah. movie. When was that? That was nineties. Okay, but yeah. early nineties. Yeah, we had the cartoon. But that was terrible. I feel like that shouldn't even count. Right, uh, it, they were capitalizing on the popularity of the game. Right, we had the cartoon back in the nineties, and yep. like that that one actually was weird because it was like a cartoon, but then they had like live action scenes with Captain Lou Albano. Yeah, which um, I had no idea he ever did that until just like within the last year. Yeah. I remember that, but I always thought, I was like, is that Captain Lou? Yeah. Like, I don't know. But uh, I always liked the cartoon. Yeah. I thought it was fun. Uh, but apparently Mario was the only like character they really couldn't get for Wreck-It Ralph. Like Nintendo wouldn't lease it unless it was like a certain amount of money. Yeah. Do you feel like this is almost like, how come they haven't done this already? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I mean, because you've seen the trailer. I mean, it looks amazing it does looks great and so I'm, i actually i will probably try to take my niece and nephew to see this in theaters because yeah. i think it'll be fun i'm like genuinely excited to see this movie so i i um i don't know I, yeah it's kind of like one of those things like why did it take so long to do this yeah so i don't know bizarre i think it's cool i uh, charlie day is voicing uh luigi Charlie Day is so amazing, dude. He that guy, freaking like, love that if guy. he does, if he pulls off that high pitch voice, you know he will. Oh my god, yeah. that that'll be the best because yeah. that dude legit cracks me up. Yeah, like him in uh, horrible bosses is so funny. Oh my god, he, he makes that movie. Yeah, he's just so funny. Everything he touches, I, I've been obviously watching. It's always sunny for past year or so, and he's just so damn funny in that show. He's hilarious. Yeah, have you seen Fist Fight with Ice Cube? Yes. Fantastic yeah, movie. Yeah. Super funny guy. So, and what do you think about everyone knocking Chris Pratt? Uh, everyone was pissed off about the uh, accent, apparently. Uh, I mean, I get it, but like at the same time, it doesn't bother me because it's, I don't know, I don't care. It's a different adaptation, right? Yeah, I don't care. I mean, like Bowser is what I expected him to sound like, but I feel like I've never heard Bowser's voice before either. Yeah. So, like, it doesn't really matter to me what he sounds like, but I think Jack Black's going to kill it. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, I mean, but to me, Mario, I feel like he sounds sounds like he's got like kind of a old school Brooklyn accent. So you know, I mean, okay. I honestly, I never really liked that. It's a me, a Mario. Yeah. I always thought that was a little bit too over the top, a little on the nose. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't hate this. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Like, what did you expect it? I think a lot of people don't like Chris Pratt. I think that's a big majority of it. But. To the point where, like you're just angry at what he does. Yeah, I, that's stupid though. Yeah, I don't understand that. But I mean, but, I mean, I, he didn't get the hate for Star Lord. Like that was great. I know. Well, but they didn't, I feel like they didn't start. I didn't start seeing the hate for him until like after the last Guardians. Yeah. Well, I don't know. They're making another Guardian, so I don't know if that'll happen or not. But yeah, it's weird. You know, like I know nowadays is like a lot of people feel like they can throw their opinion out there and get shit changed. Mm-hmm. Like, you remember when the Sonic movie hit yeah. and, like, people didn't like the design? Yeah. And they actually got that changed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it was probably for the better because I didn't like oh, the design was. either. But yeah. have you seen that movie? I haven't seen it. The Sonic? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen uh, both of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah I, they were, yeah, I thought they were pretty good. I mean, the second one was okay, but, like, the first one was really good. Yeah. It's... Do you think that also probably inspired them to make this? Because it's like, well... Probably. Of course, yeah. that's also, like, live action and animation this is a totally animated film from what i can tell so yeah which i'll be honest i feel like sonic works in that element yeah because he's a you know a hedgehog like that's really not a hedgehog um and then but mario i feel like would not work in that element because he's supposed to be a human (laughs) right and so it i don't know wouldn't wouldn't really work out no definitely not but yeah anyway i'm i'm excited for it i think it'll be i think it'll be a fun movie yeah for sure uh we got a little bit of toy talk why do you say we dive into it let's do it here we go, open the box, it's the part of the show, we'll break your remain, do a bit of toy talk. All right, so a uh, little toy talk here. This I got to show you. Actually, well, it was right on my uh, Instagram and then it went away. Let me see if I can find it again. Uh, this is pretty awesome. This is now available for pre-order from McFarland. It is a new four-pack 
Batman the Animated Series figures. Oh, wow. Yeah, those look great. So you're going to get Batman uh, Chief, or uh, yeah, is it Chief Bullock or Detective Bullock? I think it's Detective Bullock. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Joker and Harley Quinn. It's a four-pack. It's $25. So, or I'm sorry, $100. So oh. $25 a figure. So a little bit more on the expensive side, but it's a really cool four-pack. What do you think about that, man? I dig it. I think it looks really cool. Um, I didn't realize Bullock was in the animated series. It's been oh, a long yeah. time since I've seen, seen it. So Yeah, well, it's... It's one of those where I've wanted them to do Batman the Animated Series for a long time because yeah. I've that's one of my favorite cartoons and this is just fantastic. Yeah, so they look great, dude. That's really really cool. Twenty five so. a piece really isn't that bad of a price point. Well, so I was actually talking to I think it was Jason Wolf I was talking to about McFarland. You know all the uh, all the action figure prices have started going up. McFarland hasn't gone up. Yeah, they're still twenty, which is still a lot for an action figure, but. Yeah. I like the fact that they didn't go up. It's like, to me, I'd almost rather give them my business than Marvel or Hasbro or whoever. Yeah. Because I don't know if you saw this, Marvel Legends are like 27 now. Oh, God. And I last, when I was collecting, like, I, I almost started collecting those. The Marvel Legends? Yeah, because I saw a lot of other people do it. They were it great. Too. And they're great and, figures. Don't get me wrong. But, like, I at the time, I'm pretty sure, weren't they 1999? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and so, like, when I, I was thinking, like, hey, I don't want another start of another line that's, $20 a piece too. And so I didn't do it, but like now being like, geez, eight bucks more. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, and then Hasbro is going to that all cardboard packaging, which they should start- make things cheaper. I would assume apparently it's making it more expensive. I really? Yeah. I don't know. I would thought I would have thought the same thing, but uh, I mean, I guess cardboard is kind of expensive. And you have to print it all. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like though you're hurting the uh, consumer with that, with yep. making, making it more expensive, but I'm like, you know, if you're all in on Marvel Legends, like I get it, but how do you how do you justify a nearly thirty dollar figure? And yeah. I understand if it's like an exclusive; those are more expensive. All that shit. That, okay, that's fine. But like Power Town and all those are are expensive, but that's its own deal. This is a retail figure. Yeah, almost thirty bucks. It's crazy. You have to have a lot of disposable income to be able to do that. Yeah, it's a lot of money. So I don't know. Like McFarland's doing great stuff. There's a lot of cool. A lot of cool companies out there doing cool stuff, but it's yeah, man. Figures are getting expensive. Yeah, they of course are. everything's expensive, I guess. But oh yeah, I just spent a hundred bucks at an oil change place today. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah, just for an oil change? No, it was that. I, I made the mistake of getting windshield wipers from them. Ah, how much was that? Uh, about thirty bucks for both of them. Yeah, yeah, it's always fun. Oh, I yeah. love buying stuff for the car. Like, is there anything more exciting than buying like new tires? Oh yeah, especially when like the car is probably the most expensive thing that you've ever bought, like other than your house. Yeah, yeah, it's it's awesome. Like just dumping more money into it. Oh yeah, yeah. it's the best. Yeah, it's great. Uh, or like if you like need to buy a car battery, like isn't that fun? Yeah, I'm actually about to go check on that here after we get done. <laughs> See, I'm because I, I might need that. I might need that, or I might need it all three. I don't know. Yeah, we'll find out. It sucks. <laughs> um, back to these Batman the Animated Series figures. Do you think these would do better individually, or do you like the idea of the box set? Uh, I like the idea of the box set. For me, I wouldn't necessarily need Bullock. Yeah. Um, but and I don't even know if I would necessarily need Harley and Joker. You know what I mean? I I, I think they look awesome. But you just be like, you're fine with Batman. At least need Batman. You know what I mean? But like, I, I feel like Batman and the Joker though. Like you kind of need those. Two. Right. Yeah. I mean, you you at least need those. Um, but I also feel like if you get Joker, you kind of need Harley too. Sure. You know what I mean? So Bullock's Bullock is certainly the odd man out. He's the odd man out. I felt like in that four pack, it probably should have been Robin. Yeah. You know, um, and that might be their thing. If they're planning to make more of these, they might be like the next one, like Robin Riddler, two face and you know, like commissioner Gordon, you know, right. like one, like one that's like a, not as necessary, but yeah. it's kind of fun. Cause it kind of goes into the universe. I don't know, but it's yeah. a cool idea. I'm glad they're doing Batman, mm-hmm. the animated series. Me too. I know they're doing Batman 66. They showed off some, so a couple of new ones, uh, this, this week at their, at New York, t- New York Toy Fair, excuse me, or New York New York Comic Con is what it was, and uh, those are cool. But I'm just like, eh, I don't know. But I was like, if they were to ever do Batman the Animated Series, those would be amazing. Oh yeah, and now they are. I also have here uh, a new superpowers to show you: the Batman who laughs. This is the latest uh, DC superpowers figure. So this is a fun one because obviously this is a newer character. They didn't have this when they made the original superpowers line, and uh, and with. Uh, with this new one, so if you collect the classic line or in just into the new one, it's it's a great figure, man. Yeah, it really is a fun addition. Not one I was I would have expected to show up um, so early in the line. Yeah, 
It's a super cool. You know, I I was really excited about this character when he came out. Yeah. And I'd never read the comics about him. I really haven't either. I don't know a lot about him, but it just I don't it's either. so it's He's, so creepy looking. Yeah, he looks awesome, but I just I've never I've never actually read the comics, so I have nothing I I know nothing about that character. I mean, I I don't think in this day and age you need to though, right? It's yeah. all about just like, oh, that's cool. They also showed these at uh, New York Comic-Con. The next wave, which will include Wonder Woman, Nightwing, Deathstroke, and then a couple of new vehicles, including the Invisible Jet and the Batmobile. Nice. I like that Deathstroke and that one. I mean, all three look amazing. But yeah, the De- Deathstroke and the Wonder Woman look really cool. See, and then that's another thing, too. I like these because they're $10. Yes. I mean, to me, that's everything an action figure needs. It's not overly articulated, obviously, yep. but it moves, you know, with the legs and the waist and the arms and the head and stuff. Or maybe the waist doesn't move, but it has plenty of articulation. Yeah. So I feel like that's fine. And I would rather pay that than pay 30 bucks for a Marvel Legend, right? I mean, oh, yeah. You can buy an entire wave of that for the same price. Yeah. I don't know. It's wild. But yeah, I, could, I could rant on toy prices all day long. It just drives me crazy. Gets out of hand real quick. It really does, man. Anything else you want to add before we get out of here? I think that's it. All right. So, we, of course, we want to throw a shout out to some of our podcasting buddies, like the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast Yep. and uh, Scott's Side Project Drunk Wrestling History. Of course, I want to throw a little special there, uh, special shout out there. They got their figures, finally. Yeah. So, I have been working on that since, like, February. Yep. You were a part of this. So, uh, if people don't know, check out their uh, their Twitter. They showed them off. Um, basically what I did is I hit up Jason Wolf and I was like, I want to make custom Hasbro's of Jeff and Scott. Yeah. I was like, would, would you be able to make heads for them? And he goes, I don't know because that's, it's kind of like a, just a, their face. I don't know how close it would look. So you might want to go to like a, you know, a sculptor, an actual sculptor and do it. I was like, okay. So I hit up uh, Mark Cochran mm-hmm. who, uh, who's done some stuff for us in the past. And he of course needed a bunch of pictures. And so we got, I hit up him for a price. I hit up Jason for a price to make them. And I was like, I, you want each one of them to have a set. He's like, okay. And so I got money. Like, this is what I'll need. I hit up a bunch of people. Everyone was more than more than happy to to pitch in and help. But then, of course, the process came. I paid Mark for the sculpts, but then he had to pay his sculptor. And so you're just kind of waiting. Like, right. And that took a while. And that's one of those things, like, I'm like, I hope these turn out good. Yeah. Because we don't know. And then, of course, Travis made the comparison that Scott's sculpt looked a little bit like Pat McAfee. Yeah. And Jeff's looked a little bit like Danhausen. It did. It did look a little bit like Danhausen. <laughs> which yeah. is which is kind of interesting because I never would have made that comparison. But it's like when you saw the sculpt, you're like, huh, it is. it's kind of like Danhausen. That's awesome. But, uh, yeah, the, we did them in the uh, British Bulldogs attire um, from that T-shirt that they did a few years ago that Jason Wolf made. And, and of course, Wolf got the, the sculpts in. He did absolutely phenomenal work. And... I think they were surprised, which which is awesome. So I'm glad that they enjoyed it, man. They looked really cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, check out Fully Posable every Sunday. Check out uh, Doing the Favor with Eric and Barry. Check out the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with Steve and Eric. The Ringside Rant with RJ. The Leisure and Lariats Podcast with Ruthless Ryan Davidson. And the Marbles with Soda and Ethan talking all things NASCAR. Boot to the Face with Marty and Rucker. Tales from the Estate with Drew Vinsel and his wife Caitlin, and they're back, man. Yeah, we they came back actually. Just wrapped up the episode on the way over here, and I I want to give a quick shout out to them because Drew uh, spent a little time in his Drew's reviews talking about my latest album, and I thought like I just wanted to say like I really appreciated the kind words um, because I thought that was pretty awesome of you. He didn't really need to need to take that much time and talk about it, but I really appreciate you doing that for me, but a uh, great show over there. Glad they're back. I know yeah, they're, for sure. they live a very busy life, obviously oh, yeah. now with two twin boys who are under a year old. Oh yeah. Uh, and I know they're both working. So like, it's, it's tough, man. So like, yeah, well, and the, the boys are getting to almost to toddler age, you know, and yeah. I don't, I don't think it makes it easier. No, like, well, the, the minute they start moving around, the, that's the minute, especially because they're boy. I mean, I don't think it really makes a difference, but you know, the stigma is boys get into everything. Oh yeah. And so, I mean, like they're going to be getting into stuff. You're going to have to really baby proof the house now. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember when my nephew was about two, I was watching him one day. I took him to do something. I was just like, all right, I'm gonna lay down on the couch for a little bit. And he's just walking around. Next thing I know, he dumped a whole thing up flower yeah on my parents floor and i'm like yeah why yeah. 
yeah. <laughs> just a kid, you know, sometimes they don't know. So just doing stuff. Yeah. Sometimes that happens. <laughs> so it, it's definitely, a, it, it's a tiring job. People don't realize. Oh yeah. And I couldn't imagine two twins, like the, yeah. the diapers, the feedings, all that stuff, you know, and you know, when one of them's asleep, the other one's awake. Oh yeah. So I, I can only imagine. So the fact that they're able to pull off a podcast is pretty incredible. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that they were able to do this one episode is, is awesome. Yeah. So hopefully they're uh, still able to do shows. That's really cool. Uh, let's uh, also want to check out uh, Wreck My Podcast with Jordan Zeilinger and his crew over there. Yep. Uh, the Trivia with Buds Podcast with the one and only Ryan Buds. Uh, pulling Up a Chair with our buddy Tim over at a chair shot. Great dude. Yep, absolutely. Howling with the Wolf with the one and only Jason Wolf and, of course, his Chop Shop. In fact, um, I got a bunch of Chop Shop figures last week, which are awesome. And then Max Moon today, which was yeah. just totally, <laughs> totally surprised. I was like, holy crap. And judging by that picture, if you guys take a look, I mean, you can see what the kind of work that man does. Like, that yeah. dude is incredible with those customs. I sent a picture of Max Moon to my mom just to yeah. show her, and she's like, oh, that's really cool. Who is that? I'm thinking, like, you don't, get it. you don't know Max Moon. You don't get it. Um, <laughs> Come on, Mom. So then I sent her a picture of Max Moon. She was like, oh, wow, Like that's incredible. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's one I never would have expected him to attempt just right. because, holy hell, you know. Just the the amount of deco on that. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't even know if Mattel wants to touch that one simply because the deco. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Definitely fun to have in the collection. Um, also check out uh, Night of the Nerdy Laser Podcast. I check out our other shows. You know it's fake, right? Every Monday with me and a special guest. Um, the TV Toycast every Thursday with me and Travis Fowler talking all things uh, toys. In fact, this this week we did an episode on the McDonald's Halloween characters, which it was the four McDonald's characters, but they all came with a costume. Mm. That, that stuff was fun, man. Yeah. I love that in the, the late 80s and 90s. I wish they'd bring that back. Yeah, for sure. I actually saw that you got an adult Happy Meal. So it wasn't mine. It was it a... Was, uh... The wife's she they got McDonald's. I was at home eating a salad like a chump. <laughs> what um, a chump! And but they they came home with McDonald's and the wife was pissed. She's like they because I guess they upcharged her because it was a Happy Meal. It was like ten bucks or something like that instead of because it was um she just got the six piece nugget or whatever. And when when she ordered it, they're like, okay, do you want the box? And they didn't say like the Happy Meal box. They just like, do you want the box? And she's like, well, yeah, I just want the combo. And so they, they're like, all right, whatever it was. And, and she's like, oh, my God, that's expensive. And then she was saw a lot that. More, a lot more expensive? Yeah, it was like, I think, like, uh, at least, like, three bucks more. Oh, geez. Yeah. And so, because she said it was, like, ten ninety nine or something like that, that for that. That sounds right, yeah. Yeah. And so, and I think the regular meal is only, like, seven ninety nine or something. Like ah. Yeah, but. What toy did she get? She got the, the Hamburglar. But they all have four eyes. I don't, I don't understand They're that. They're really weird. It's yeah. not a, that's not the, it's not a good toy line. I don't. Like, did they, did they, were these toys around in the 80s or something? Like, I know nothing about this. I don't remember this at all. Everybody keeps calling them vintage toys. I'm like, I've never seen these, seen pictures of them, nothing. I got an even better story for you. So I was going to go out and do some shopping the other day. It was two days ago. And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll swing by McDonald's. I never go to McDonald's. Me neither. Not a fan of their food, really. Nope. And uh, but I Although thought, their spicy chicken sandwich is pretty damn good. I've not tried it. It is good. I like their breakfast, obviously, but they're, oh, yeah. they're actually Those breakfast burritos. Mm. Oh, Scrum diddly umptious. Uh, I'm a uh, bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit man. Okay. It's so good. McGriddles are good, too. Yeah, those are good. Yeah. Or if you're going to set down some hotcakes and sausage. Dude, I'll eat. You give me a pile of 10 of those hotcakes, I will scarf them down. Scarf them down. Oh, they're so good. And then ask for 10 more. <laughs> some fat jacks. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so I go up and I'm like, yeah, I'll take the uh, the however many chicken nugget happy meal. I think it was a 10 piece nugget yeah. happy meal. I don't remember, but uh, they're like, Oh, happy meals only come before or six piece. And I'm like, no, I want like the adult happy meal. Like, Oh, okay. <laughs> and so I'm like, all right. And so I like, I was like, can I get some honey mustard? Yeah. 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 So I, I go through the line and they didn't give me the happy meal. They didn't. <laughs> they gave me the 10 piece combo. Bastards. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? So I like, it was just in a bag. I thought, well, maybe they ran out of boxes. That, yeah. That's possible. They didn't give you a toy or nothing. Nothing. Can Bastards. you believe that? I was so pissed. Yeah. Well, you know, they're, you know, they're bringing back the Halloween boxes, right? Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait for those. That's a cool idea. So they're apparently it's going to be like, they're only going to have uh, one color at a time. But yeah. There's four different designs. Yeah. So like you can technically collect like 12 of them. Oh, wow. Yeah. So like four of them will be white, four will be orange, four will be green, but they all have like slightly different designs on them. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Because I knew it was like the ghost, the witch, and the pumpkin. Mm-hmm. They Like the, the faces that they make are different on, on 
each each of them. So like, there's four in each line. Oh, I wonder yeah. if they've always been that way. I don't know. I've never never really thought about it or even looked that hard at them. I don't think. You know, I always like that because they they put your Happy Meal in it. Yep, that was always super cool. Yeah, I think I don't know why they ever got rid of that unless it's just a cost thing. So you know, I don't know a lot about Happy Meals because I obviously don't get them anymore. But Travis, you know, with young kids, told me the other day that he said a lot of the Happy Meals are kind of not good anymore. Nope. It's a lot of like activity sheets and it's not really like they haven't had a good toy line in years. Yeah. It's not like what we remember. It's kind of like what Wendy's had in their little meals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, at least they had Frosties. Those are still yeah. good. Holy w- shit. Wendy's is the bomb. Yeah. So good. But yeah, I was like, Oh really? They don't, they don't do like the hot wheels and Barbie and then like all the other cool stuff. And he's like, no, not really. And I'm like, Oh geez. Yeah. Well, no wonder they're going into the shitter. So maybe this is finally McDonald's realizing like, yeah, people still don't like your food, but if you sell shit like this, they might come back. I don't know. You know, people were like, McDonald's had a huge jump when uh, the, the Rick and Morty started talking about Szechuan sauce. Yeah. And they brought it back, but it was only for like a week. And then like nobody could find it anyway. Why did they even get rid of it? Hell if I know. I mean, probably, well, it was just a promotional item for Mulan. Yeah. But like, they should have kept can, that. You can still make it. Right. People like it. They should have kept it because that sauce was delicious. Right. Like, why not? Right. I, I don't know. It's so stupid. But, uh, yeah, uh, check out uh, TB Toycast. Also, uh, you're back. Well, I well I say you're back. I don't even think you're back. No holds barred Bill Benis. I showed up for, like, five seconds at the end of episode two because I lost my headphones. I'm working on another music you project. You are so checked out on that, man. I'm working on another music project. I just I forgot my headphones there. I had to go back and get them. Uh, but, yeah, Bill did the show alone. So more power to him. I thought about coming back next week. Um so you're missing him already, aren't you? No, it's just I, I had to talk with him. You know, I'm like, yeah, a little Amanda. What, one, one thing, one thing that's always bugged me about that show is he he always wants to put over these restaurants and stuff like that on the podcast. He never wants to put over the boys like we we put over the boys here. Yeah, and I'm like, you, you got to at least do that. Like that's step one. You know, if you want me to come back, I'll come yeah, back put next o- put week. Put over the fellas. You yeah, know? I'll, I'll come back next week if you just put over one show. You replace your commercial with one of our friends' podcasts. That's it. Talk to talk about them for a minute. And he, of course he threw a big fit because he's like, oh, I owe them so much money. You know, that's why we do it. So he hadn't even been getting paid for those sponsors. He's just been paying off his debt through sponsorship. Well, I, I mean, I wouldn't expect Bill Benis to be making good decisions now. He's an idiot. Oh, he's yeah. an effing idiot. Well, I can't you're wait angry. For this. I can't wait for this season to be over. I'm so done. Good Lord, man. I'm done. Well... So uh, the episode's titled Bye Bye Bane. I know you said you might be showing up, but I, I feel like the, if you're not there, I, I don't know. I don't feel like that show will work. Yeah, I mean, I, hell if I, I don't, he's got Zelly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Tyler's supposed to be coming back next week. Maybe you can talk to Tyler. I don't know. I guess he could. Yeah. Well, that'll be a totally different vibe, won't it? Yeah, you know, he had throat surgery. Um, so he's like, apparently it's going to mess up his voice. Tyler? Yeah, the or, security guard. Yeah. Yeah, so he, he's going to have. Had throat surgery, so it apparently messed up his vocal cords, so his voice is going to sound different. I might just show up for that because I'm a little curious about what he sounds like. Well, yeah. There you, you go. I mean? Just kind of kind of take it all in. At least next week. Just want to. I feel like you're missing Bill is what it is. No, I'm just curious about Tyler. Just curious about Tyler. You're missing Zelly's cool. I like yeah. Zelly. Yeah. I, I've never befriended like a witch, but you know. Yeah, but you know, after you get past the witch, witchy side, you know, she's pretty cool. Yeah. I guess anyone compared to Bill Venus is better. Yeah, Bill sucks. Yeah. He really does. Umberto's great. And, you know, you can only get Umberto's tacos in parts unknown. So. Sure. Dude, some good tacos. They are some good tacos. They are some good tacos. Yeah, every time I've come over there to slap Bill, I've always gotten a taco on the way out. Right? They're, I mean, it's... And he makes them to where they don't, like, spill out. As You know, tacos, they get all, like, messy. Oh, yeah, messy tacos. He's That's great about packing it into where it just doesn't fall out. So it's nice and portable. You can drive with it. I mean, it's perfect. I do like tacos. Absolutely. Very, very good. So make sure to check out No Holds Bar with Bill Benis. Who knows what's going to happen next week. Uh, you can check all Bane's music out on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your tunes, including the new album, The Spine and the Veil. Yes. Uh, of course, Drew was talking all about it on Tales from the State. I haven't had a chance to listen yet. Yeah. But yeah, I think this is this is probably one of my favorite albums you've done. I know it's totally different, so it's kind of hard to compare to the rap, but I really dig what you're doing, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. I know, I know Soda and Ethan put it over. I don't know if I mentioned that last week. I heard on an episode a couple of weeks ago that they were really putting it over. So, I mean, I thank everybody for like the kind words. I mean, I wasn't expecting it, but I, I'm really glad everybody loves it. Absolutely. It's, it's an awesome album. So yeah. hopefully we'll see more of this in the future. Do you think you uh, will kind of stay on this track for a little bit and do some, 
yeah you know, music like this you know yeah i mean i'm it, it might be a little while i haven't even really thought about any music sure. um i but, know it's a process you don't immediately start like doing your next album and stuff yeah but i mean i've also got you know got a you know side note deal with this other podcast i'm doing um got got all that i i'm also like working don't want to go into details i'm working on a book um i've heard i've heard yeah i'm working on that so i mean i got i got a few uh irons in the fire so to speak so i'm working on a few things and then once once i get all that out of the way then i'll wrap back around to some more music that'd be very interesting i think the subject of your book will be interesting considering you know you're writing a book and the person it's about has never read a book right so that's yes. something yeah it'll be it'll be fun <laughs> very interesting <laughs> <laughs> coming soon to the amazon worst seller list yes can't wait <laughs> i love it also, if you have a beard, get you some Outsiders Beard uh, Balm, Beard Oil. Uh, check it out, OutsidersBeardCo.com. Yep. And uh, also candles are available. Absolutely. And then all of our T-shirts you can find at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Brian Breaker, BBPH.RedBubble.com, and Whatamaneuver.net. Search by store for Breaker and Bates Power Hour. And all of our podcasting buddies have shirt stores there as well. Yes. Check that out and get you some swag. Absolutely. Uh, thank you guys for checking out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I'm Brian Breaker. I'm Bane. We'll see you guys in seven days. Peace easy. Yeah. One more time. <laughs> it ain't over till I say it's over. So lock the cage up because this is a takeover. The wait's over. If this is the final time we meet, then you'll be on your back on my feet. I'll tip the cage over as I hang over I'm super fly so I can splash off the top And I can shut down the shop Like Randy Savage, I'm the cream of the crop And I'm always gonna rise to the top People's champ like the rock I do not give a fuck, so let that shit drop Man, I'm so over Double pistols What'd you think? It's good, it was really good Pretty good That son of a bitch, Eric Barker You son of a bitch Can't dig it, Nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. Put it on the internet.